It's season two of Ministry to Ministry with Denandria Sims, or as some of you may know me, as Pastor D. Go on and grab a seat, get your coffee, get your notebook, get your Bible, whatever. Bring a friend, come and have a seat at the table, and let's see what this episode holds. Okay, so I'm here with my close, close friend. She's more like a sister to me. And we both had the opportunity of doing campus ministry together. Amazing. Um, We're here at our favorite place at Jacked Up Coffee in Biloxi, Mississippi. And this is our go-to place, y'all. If you haven't tried it out, you need to try it out. But I'm here with Heidi. Heidi, just share how long you have been in ministry. All right, so I actually have been in ministry. I just had to think about this because it's been that long. But I've actually been in ministry for 22 years. Some volunteering and then 15 years in the campus ministry role. Okay. And have you ever considered changing your status from lay to ministry? Or has somebody ever asked you that? Actually, I had a beautiful DS named Bill McAlilly, who is Bishop. Mm-hmm. now, um, And he had approached me about trying to be ordained and everything when I first entered my calling, I guess you could say. And I literally talked to him for a while and we sat and he said, is it something that you want to do or is it something that more people are trying to push you into, so to speak? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I told him right then that I really felt that I should stay as lay. I just feel that there is a need for more laity Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. I think we can make a lot of difference within our ministries if we are anchored in that versus having to move around a lot. Because some people you know, who are ordained will yeah. have to move around and they don't really get to establish something and see it all the way through. Mm-hmm. So me personally, with my family and the dynamics that I was in, I just feel that that is my calling, is to be a lay person. Absolutely. I love that you said that because most people want to go straight to ministry. I'm doing ministry. I want to go be a minister. I want to go do this and that. But it's good to know exactly what God has called you into. Um, I say the same thing with my husband. My husband is um, going through the ordination process, and for a long time I carried Okay, well, if he's going to go through ordinations, then I'm a preacher. I'm going to go through ordinations as well. But God hadn't laid on my heart for Denandria to do that. I'm fine being a local pastor and utilizing my gifts from every ear. So I love that you are confident in your oh, call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With that, and you're getting just as many people to Christ as anybody else would be. So let me ask you this question. What has been your greatest joy with working with college students and campus ministry? I think personally, I know that I have never been called to go into a church setting. Um, mm-hmm. That's just not been my calling. And campus ministry, I think what I love about it is they come in and they are so open mm-hmm. to really receive and they're longing for it. Mm-hmm. Where you have some who have been in the churches for very long years and mm-hmm. they have kind of set in their ways and they think that they do know and they think that they are living out Christ like missions and stuff in their heart. but. With students, they're trying to find that purpose. So they're very open to explore, and they're open to sit in very tough, hard conversations that are needed. And I love that aspect of it. I think it's more or less, I love being with a student who is just open to receive what the Holy Spirit is calling on them, so then later Mm -hmm. they can kind of be guided to where they need to be instead of just feeling like, this is it, I don't have any other path I can take, this is Mm -hmm. the only path. Mm -hmm. 
they're open to receive. And yeah. the Holy Spirit moves through them, and then we can then later put them in with a university or with a church or anything like that to kind of fine-tune and hone their callings, mm-hmm. more or less. I like but that. I love that part of being with a campus ministry. What advice would you give to someone exploring the call of ministry on their life? And I think we may have just yeah. touched on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think mainly what I would give advice, and I've had so many that have come through and they've had that where they know there's a calling on their life, but they're still kind of unsure about which you know ministry that they need to go into. Um, I always tell them to just kind of wait and simmer in it and let the Holy Spirit do it, but then get mentors. They really mm-hmm. need to pour in mentors. mentors very diverse mentors. Don't just go into, say, campus ministry. Go into camping ministry or go into the church and do some youth ministries or things like that. So kind of explore that because yeah. you never know. You could be really and truthfully led to be a chaplain at a um, hospital or someplace else. It might not be your traditional stuff. It might yeah. be other avenues where you carry your ministry into. Absolutely. I believe that everyone has a pulpit. Yes. And that pulpit is not always based in the church, but you can yes. do like impactful ministry. Yes. With not having to be within a church service or being called to a children's home, seashore um, mission. I'm just calling out a couple yeah. of things that they yes. can be called to. So let me ask you this. You have an amazing feed of cards you know, program uh, within your campus ministry. Everybody knows the barn because the barn produces some great people. Thank and I have you. to say that. Thank you. And the barn is, is um, what's, what's the barn? Parkinson. Parkinson. It's Parkinson. the Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College on the Perk campus. Yes. And they are known as the barn. And you have been campus minister there for a while and you have produced some great great people that are off and that are, you know, leading their own campus ministries. So, with you having this amazing feeder in the campus ministry circuit, how does it make you feel when one of your students accept their call and they walk into, you know, doing campus ministry with you? Oh, I absolutely love it. We have had some amazing students who have come through and then gone off and done amazing things in other places. Um, you mentioned that you were just with Lo Alleman, who mm-hmm. is fabulous. His spoken word was something that we kind of helped him do in our open mic nights, and then it just took off. Like, there's no credit there. God had everything to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> he was just a pleasure from the moment he came in. And then we just recently had, who I would love to um, speak into, is Albert Williams and his mm-hmm. wife, Kat. Yes. They have been the recent ones that have come through our ministry, both of them, and they mm-hmm. were alum, and then they went off into other campus ministries Absolutely. and have done amazing things, and now are heading their own ministry in yes. Georgia. Yes. Which I'm excited to see. So I think with me, it's like I was talking to them just on the phone on the way back from annual conference, and we were mm-hmm. talking. That is what anybody in ministry wants to see. You mm-hmm. want to see the life of Christ go out into the world and be absolutely. Something. So absolutely. to me, that is the most um, exciting thing out of it is to see oh. now that the seed that we had planted when they were just alumni on a two-year college campus is now and growing. Yeah, and then it's also spreading. So I, like that. I think that. For anybody that's in ministry, I think that should be our goal is to expand our ministry by doing that. 
I, I believe you have a good, um, what's the, your proud mama? Oh, proud yeah. mama of your babies. You oh, know, yeah. You pushed all the eagles out the nest, and now you got yes. some more hatchlings. And they're soaring. And they're soaring. And it makes you feel really, really good yeah. that you are doing your job. You know, sometimes we have reminders where we get so overwhelmed by, oh, we're doing this, and we're doing that. Yeah. Nobody really sees the fruit of your labor. Yes. But when you see them, and they're like, you inspired me. I mean, yeah. it makes you be a whole puddle, like be yeah. totally undone. Oh, yeah. And that's one thing that um, I love about you. You are a very authentic person, very transparent with your leading, um, no biases, no, none of that. No. And, and you mm -hmm. treat every one of those students that come through the door of the barn as your own. Yeah. And you see after them. And I think that's what campus ministry is about. We, want, we don't want to just speak to a specific group. We want to speak to all students on yes. campus and let them know they're welcome. How do you worship? Um, what songs do you like? How do yes. you spend time with God? And even with my experience being there and speaking and singing, those students love you and they're experiencing God in their own way. That. Yeah. I love that. Y'all, y'all got to get with us. It's nothing like where we are right now because we're totally vibing. <laughs> yes, you hear the music in the background, but y'all, you just don't know. You just don't know. You can't, you can't get the vibe unless you're here. Um, <laughs> and you've also got to understand, too, Denandria and I sit out here, and sometimes we can have a three-hour conversation with people, and there's ministers all up in, jacked up with yes, us at is. all times. And we run into them all the yes. time. It's like, hey, we've seen you before. Yes. They're writing their sermons. <laughs> Absolutely doing church work, and I'm not going to call any names because I don't want your church to be knowing where you at. But you know who you are. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. So my last question for you, how do you balance being a wife, a mom, and a campus minister? Okay, I will say when I first started out, that was not a good thing. I did mm -hmm. not balance it well. I think most, and I'm not speaking ill about men because men do it all the time, but women have a lot that they have to try to balance when they're in the workforce. Mm -hmm. um, you can't let any of the balls, so to speak, drop. You have to keep them up in the air at all times. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's not good because we tend to burn out because we're overdoing a lot of things yeah i think recently um i would say that if it wouldn't have been for my beautiful family being so supportive i wouldn't have been able to do the ministry that i have mm -hmm. i just wouldn't have they live and, and dream it and do everything from from building stuff to designing things to helping me dream up big dreams for it and Absolutely. then living it out um, and i know you have an amazing support system yourself with your family mm -hmm. I think that's how we have to be able to balance is having that support system, you know. And then we get people like you and others that we meet up here at this coffee house and we have time where we discuss things that are in our lives and what are we doing so that we can then be grounded yes. and rooted and stay humble and then also understand mm -hmm. that our kids are very important and so we should have time with them. Our mm -hmm. husbands are extremely important and we should have time with them. And then ourselves. And that balance is key. Yes. This is everything. And yeah. most people look at being a campus ministry as, oh, it's going to be nice. It's gonna be fun. Campus ministry is work. I was married to a campus minister. And when we moved to Jackson, Mississippi, and my husband's at Jackson State, I was a full-time um, mom. I had, we had our first child. We had just moved to Jackson. I was married maybe three years at that time. Yeah. And it was hard. Yes, it was it is. hard because 
if you're like okay i've been at a community campus so yeah. after a certain time the students are not there but if you're on a campus where that it holds the students yes. and they're boarding on campus it's a lot of work that goes yeah. into that a lot of late nights you're having um evening worships yes. and you want to make sure that they're a part of something you have small groups yes. you have all these different things going on so yes it's very, very important. Yeah. Very important, but it's hard. It's hard. It's a lot of work, but it's it's worth it. And um, what advice would you give to anyone that's starting into campus ministry? <laughs> that may <laughs> run, run. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, cut that. Make sure you don't have that. No. <laughs> um, I think what I would say in campus ministry, you also just have to have that realization that they you need to be flexible. You do. You can have structure, and that's important because they long for it, mm -hmm. but you also have to be flexible and understand that these young people are still trying to find their meaning and their purpose. So when they get on campus, the first thing freshmen are going to do is they are definitely going to plug into everything. They're not mm -hmm. going to just pick one thing. They're going to pick everything. And so they're going to be very scattered and stretched. Yeah. And so you got to be flexible. you got to say, okay... I'm not going to hold this to this time frame all the time. Maybe I might start out with a certain time frame and then I have to scratch it and do a different one that works. Mm -hmm. you know. Or you might have to be flexible and say, okay, we'll meet on this time on Tuesdays and then Thursdays will be later. So yeah. you have to be able to do it. Because yeah. if you're reaching, like you said, if mm -hmm. you're not on a commuter campus but you are on a residential campus, then you've got to be able to understand these are athletes. These are yes. um, your band, your theater. Mm -hmm. Everybody is pulling them. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand that going in. And you got to, let's put it this way, the barn, you've, you've been there. It's a beautiful building. Mm -hmm. I love the barn. It's so peaceful out there. But I'm never in it. I'm never mm -hmm. in it until the event happens. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not out on your campus really beating down the pavements and going to sit with people, you're never going to reach them. They don't want right. to come to something if you are not invested with them. Yeah. Like, why am I coming to your house and you never come visit my right. house? Right. And so, that's, I think that's very, very important um, in campus ministry is to for people to know you for who you are, not because of what you put on. Yes. Or, um, oh, we just come to Wesley. You can just come. And I think a lot of times people come to it. I was coming to it when I first um, was at the W. I was going to it. I was enjoying it. Of course, you know, it was a free meal. Oh, yeah. And all that. And that's yeah. how we catch college students. College students are hungry. I was hungry. Yes. You know? Yes. So, um, that's what caught me. But then it pierced my heart by just hearing some of the testimonies and just being at, active on campus. With that, um, campus ministry is, is a lot of work, but it's definitely, definitely worth it. And I like... Um, how you talked about um, finding that balance yeah. with your family, finding balance, and finding balance with students because you yes. never know, you know, what student is dealing with, yes. their background. And um, as I get ready to wrap up, I just want school is about to start. Yeah, yes, it is. And all college campus ministers about to hit ground running. We got some new people coming in. Oh, yeah. We got some people to transition out this yes. year. And like, what are some things that you're looking forward to for this upcoming school year? I think what I'm looking forward to is, for one, because we were two-year, we never have them long. Um, mm -hmm. We could get somebody, <laughs> funniest part was I got a young man who was in his uh, sophomore spring semester, and we only had two months together, and wow. it was his favorite thing that he had ever done, and he wished he would have been there longer. Mm -hmm. um, but I think 
My things that I look forward to is always learning who the freshmen are coming in. I love, love to meet new people, so that's mm -hmm. very vital, and I love it. But this year, I think what I'm looking forward to is we're really going to practice being present. We're going to try to get rid of all the distractions. Um, we're going to do yes. a lot of community dinners to mm -hmm. where we sit at a table, we put the phones in a basket, and we have questions in between us, and we reflect on things yes. together. And just be present because a lot of times I've noticed that no matter where you are, you can look out and nobody is being present. They're yeah. already light years ahead. They're, yeah. they're looking yeah. at what's next. Mm -hmm. And I think I miss that amongst our students. And last year we did do a lot of that and they just all have spoken, this is what I want to continue with. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what we're looking forward to. Yes. And, and I know I just wanted to say too, um, this summer I got to see a young lady that I had for two years, mm. hunted her down on that campus for two years, inviting her into that barn ministry. And because of some things that had happened in her own church, she had been hurt and she didn't ever feel like she could fully come and submerse herself in it. Yeah. She then told me after we met in the summer that those things meant more to her that I had sought her out on campus versus mm. making her be in the ministry. And I just want to tell for people who are going to start in campus ministry, they may never grace your doors, but what you can do in those moments with these young people, mm -hmm. just by being there, making sure they know you're authentic, making sure that they feel God's unconditional love, mm -hmm. it is actually doing more for them than trying to force them into it's your ministry. That, that, yeah, yes. that's, that's, I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of times we have those good students or we say, oh, I think they can do good. I can, I think... Well, I seen them with a hammer. Maybe they can be hit with the maintenance. Yes. And sometimes we get this preconceived notion that people are going to be good in this area yes. when all they need is development. Yes. Instead of throwing them in with the wolves where they get eaten up and then they're yes. burnt out with ministry. It's like, look, I don't want to be a part of this because I wasn't ready for this leadership role. Right. Um, with that. And I think that's very important of grooming the students, not yes. just mentally, emotionally, physically, but spiritually. Spiritually, you have and to. And we do want it. the numbers, but we don't, we, we just, pushing people out there that may not be ready but it right. takes time it took time with us i mean we weren't a work a progress so um i was the later in life <laughs> i mean i was raised in the church girl i was raised i was the acolyte i was the choir girl, i wore the fight over being an acolyte yes. oh well because gosh. you were the most important you know you were the most important you know it <laughs> oh girl we would get into spats at church who's gonna be an acolyte no i'm supposed to be yeah. on the usher pose yeah yeah, but then, I mean, look, later in life is when I had my personal walk with Christ. It wasn't, mm -hmm. it, it wasn't because I was being told, and this is things that I had to do, is because I had stopped and fell mm -hmm. flat on my, it was at the lowest of the low with depression, and I fell flat on my knees, and I was humbled, and God mm -hmm. then was welcomed into my heart fully, not, Absolutely. not what other people had said I needed to do, mm -hmm. or how my walk's supposed to have played out. Absolutely. You know, and that's that's the other thing we do at the barn. I always tell them, this is your personal journey with God. This is mm -hmm. not mine. It isn't your neighbors. It's not your roommates. It's no one's but yourself. You know, you have to have a personal walk with Christ. Absolutely. Or he, you can't hear him if yeah. you don't. So I, I just preached a sermon about that today, about that you have to um, be obedient to God. Um, but a lot of us are listening and not doing, or we're right. listening and we're not hearing. It's almost like somebody speaking to us in a different language and we only speak English. Like we hear the sounds that's coming out of their mouth. We're not understanding yeah. what they're saying. So you have to have a relationship with God where you have communication, yes. where you can hear him and yes. where he speaks back to you. Find that, that space where it's very quiet yes. and God speaks back to you. So campus ministry 
is the driving force of the church today. Say that. Yes. I'm going to say, say that openly. Yeah. Campus ministry is the driving force mm-hmm. to the church right now because we can have them all in our youth ministry. We can have them all in our children's ministry. But when they go out to college, they're going to have to make the conscious decision. Look, I'm going to give my life to God or yes. I'm going to stay out here and do this. And I was in the midst of all of that because I wanted to party, but then I wanted to love God yeah. at the same time. And I yeah. couldn't do two because it's like serving two different masters. Yes. And so campus ministry is what got me. And these campus ministers are the ones who are bringing the new people who are accepting their call into yes. ministry today. Yes. So... I am excited about what is going to happen this upcoming year. And I'm praying that you have, this is the best thing music right now. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So we are praying that you have a successful year and that every student that graced the barn, every student that graced any door of campus ministry, life is changed and yes. transformed and that they know that God loves them authentically oh, yeah. and that they can authentically be themselves and walk in a call that God has called them into. So I am so excited. This was all about campus ministry. So if you want some nuts and bones, check out the comeback for part two because Heidi will be back in oh, the yeah. building. Oh, I hope yeah. you were sitting at your table with your coffee, your tea, your notebook, with your journal and did whatever you had to do because... If you didn't know about campus ministry, you missed out on an opportunity when you were in college, but you got a cousin, a sister, a brother, a child that is going. Campus ministry is everything, and it helps shape and form the life of all students that are a part. So thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. And as you say, this is Ministry to Ministry with Denondre Sims, or as some may know me as Pastor D. I hope you have a blessed day.